Welcome. I'm Judith Olasson-Turney, and this is Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. In our studio tonight are six musicians who are on the faculty of the music department at Utah Valley University in Provo, Utah. We'll begin our program with Vincent Persichetti's Serenade, number 10, with two of our guest artists, flutist Mary Richards and harpist Janet Peterson.
heard Persichetti's Serenade Number no. 10, performed by Mary Richards and Janet Peterson. Let's chat a little bit with our flutist this evening, Mary Richards, while our next group is tuning up. Mary received the Master of Music degree in flute performance from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, 
and a Bachelor of Arts degree from Brigham Young University. Mary, you've served as principal flutist and soloist with numerous symphonies. You were a member of the award-winning woodwind Quintet Nouveau, and you presently play in the duo Amaryllis. Um, you have a very busy career as a professional performer and a teacher, and perhaps an even busier life on the home front. Uh, tell us a little bit about your divide and conquer philosophy with your family of six children, and all of whom are musicians themselves. Yes, they are all musicians. And it is a little bit tricky being a performer and an educator myself and trying to um, educate my children in music. It's tricky getting them to all their lessons, to their chamber coachings, to their recitals. Um, one thing we've tried to do is try to organize their lessons so that they don't conflict with other things, which isn't always possible. But for example, my daughter's harp lesson is at six in the morning in Salt Lake City, and we drive from Pleasant Grove, which is about an hour away. But we find that there are very few things that conflict with the Friday 6 a.m. harp lesson. And so that way she gets to school on time and she doesn't miss anything in the afternoon. Some things are not quite as convenient, and so we do have to divide and conquer. You know, I will take a child somewhere. My husband might take a child somewhere else. I was really glad when my older children were able to drive and take themselves to their music lessons and their coachings. We'll have to leave one recital once in a while after the first half and run to another recital and catch the second half so that we can hear all our children perform when it, when it necessitates. This is a family of complete dedication to music, I think. <laughs> Well, um, all of your children, they play different instruments besides piano. One plays violin, one is a harpist, one plays clarinet, right. and one plays viola, and one yes. flute. Yes. What a combination. It's really nice. What we find is that it's a nice assortment of instruments. Unfortunately, there, aren't, there isn't chamber music written for that variety of instruments, so we can't walk in a music store and get you know, a string quartet arrangement and make it work. But there are lots of different timbres and colors, and we find lots of beautiful music to play together. You'll have to compose your own. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. Well, as family, you've performed widely. This is really interesting throughout Utah, Minnesota, North Carolina, as well as France and Ireland as a family. How did that work? Um, thank you for asking that. Um, my oldest daughter, Natalie, per participated in the World Harp Congress, which was in Dublin, Ireland, which was a tremendous honor. She, she performed in a harp ensemble. And in France, they've introduced the Suzuki method. And my harpists were trained in the Suzuki method. So we went as harpists and a flutist to help teach her training in Paris. And so that was a very nice experience to do with my children. What a great family affair. Well, we have four more Utah Valley University musicians who have been tuning up and ready to perform for us tonight. Donna Fairbanks on violin, Elizabeth Kiefler-Wallace, viola, Natasha Lee, cello, and Alice Hansen on the piano. And they will be performing the first movement of Mozart's Piano Quartet Number no. 1. And here they are.
We have heard Mozart's Piano Quartet Number no. 1, the first movement played by faculty musicians from Utah Valley University in Provo, Utah. Uh, before we hear the second and third movements, let's pull violinist Donna Fairbanks aside a little bit and talk with her a, a little. Dr. Fairbanks is the music department chair at UVU. Her Doctor of Musical Arts uh, was taken in violin performance, is from the University of Arizona, and her master's is from the Eastman School of Music. She's appeared as soloist with many orchestras and symphonies, including the Orquestra Sinfonica de Londrina, pardon the bad Portuguese, in Brazil. And she has recorded CDs for Forte Records, Tantara, and MSR Classics. She's presented recitals and master classes in Mexico, Brazil, China, and throughout the U.S. So, with all your administrative responsibilities at UVU, how do you strike a balance with your performance work? Uh, which obviously is really important to you. It's very important, so I make sure it works. Um, during the day, I work very hard for the UVU music department. I go home and I get to play my violin, and that's how I strike that balance. Oftentimes during the day, I find time you know, with my students and performing there as well. We have amazing faculty at Utah Valley University, as you're hearing tonight, and oftentimes I get a chance during the day to practice and collaborate with them, and that is sheer joy. That is what I live for. And it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to uh, be surrounded by such amazing musicians. That's wonderful, too. And do, do you have opportunities to continue to teach while you administer the department? Yes, I do. I have some private students, and I also am very fortunate to be able to conduct the UVU Chamber Orchestra, which is a great deal of fun. Well, when you travel, I know you haven't had an opportunity to travel too much during your administrative years at UVU, but when you do travel to faraway places to perform, um, who's minding the store? Are you, you talking about the home front or about both? That, both? <laughs> well, the home front is easy because my uh, I have three children, and they're actually grown adults right now, and so they're living lives of their own. Um, since being the chair at UVU in the music department, I actually have not traveled a lot. I was in um, the Netherlands this last summer um, doing a recital and master class at the Rotterdam Conservatory. But that's, um, that's about the extent uh, of, of my travels during my time as chair. I was there for about a week, and everyone did fine without me. And so I, I'm sure I could be gone even for longer periods of time, and everything would be just fine. Well, would you be able to continue to travel and teach even after your administrative duties are completed? Of course. That's, again, what I live for, and um, at some point I'll, I'll be happy to do so. I assume that's a rotating position. You bet. You bet. <laughs> Get a little relief later on. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, let's continue with our four musicians playing Mozart's Piano Quartet Number no. 1, the second movement, with Donna Fairbanks, violin, Elizabeth Kiefler Wallace, viola, and Natasha Lee, cello, and Alice Hansen, piano.
That was Mozart's Piano Quartet Number 1, the second movement, performed by our UVU faculty guest artists. <clears throat> our violist this evening is Dr. Elizabeth Kiefler-Wallace. And before moving to Utah, she was artistic director for State Street Academy of Music in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. She served on the faculty at Dickinson College, and she has studied chamber music with members of the Emerson, Kronos, Borromeo, Brentano, and Juilliard String Quartets, and earned her doctorate in viola performance from Stony Brook University. She has a diverse performance record, making her Carnegie Hall debut with the Pangea String Quartet, performing with the Bang on a Can Marathon in New York City, holding a fellowship at the Tanglewood Music Festival, and winning the Kansas State Fiddle Championship, as well as playing on stage Oh My Heart with the great Irish group The Chieftains, among many other accomplishments. You must tell us about The Chieftains' experience. <laughs> well, <clears throat> when I first started playing violin when I was seven, my dad's dream was actually that I play folk music, and <clears throat> he wanted to have a traveling band. So we... I come from a big family. I have lots of siblings, and his dream was that we would have a band that would travel around, and that, that didn't happen, but I think playing with the Chieftains in high school, it was a great thing for me, but it was also a great thing for my dad. It kind of fulfilled that dream, and it was really exciting. I, I remember it very well. It was actually kind of a fluke. They picked audience members to play on stage with them, and they did it right before the concert, and my, I think a friend of my dad's just kind of said, oh, she knows how to play the fiddle. And so they said, sure, go ahead. So I remember they had me, they did it as an encore at the very end of the performance, and they had me start, start it all off. So it was just me and the Boron player, and I can't remember who that is at this particular moment, but I remember it was a great and very scary experience. How old were you? I think I was 16, 16. at the time. Mm -hmm. How enviable. <laughs> Well, certainly there's much joy in your performance work. And so tell us a little bit about how, the hows and whys of your so many musical interests and performances. Well, I guess um, before you brought it up that way, I really didn't think of myself as having this diverse background. But I think I always try to take advantage of new opportunities. And I think that every... Thing that I've done that's different from something I knew how to do before has stretched me as a performer and it's it's made me better in some way so I hope that I have lots of new opportunities in the future but I I think that just it just kind of happened that way and I'm actually I'm very blessed that I had those opportunities so you switched from violin to viola uh -huh. is that a big difference it it is it is a a big difference in terms of the sound. Some of mm -hmm. the techniques are similar. And I think I always, maybe I wanted to play the cello. I secretly wanted mm -hmm. to. And it was too hard to learn the cello by the time I was in my 20s. So <laughs> just, the viola is great too, though. It's a beautiful sound. Well, how do so many different experiences affect your approach to the viola? Do you like to experiment and find different sounds? I do. Um, I think the biggest effect that it's had is flexibility. I think in doing all of these things, I've I've tried to be flexible and I've gained flexibility in my performances. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. Well, let's hear the final movement, movement of Mozart's Piano Quartet Number no. 1, performed by our multi-talented musicians from UVU. 
Thank you.
We've just heard the third and final movement of Mozart's Piano Quartet Number no. 1. And that concludes another hour on Highway 89. We thank our performers, faculty musicians from Utah Valley University's Music Department, Mary Richards, Janet Peterson, Donna Fairbanks, Elizabeth Kiefler-Wallace, Natasha Lee, and Alice Hansen. To learn more about UVU's music programs, visit the department's homepage online at uvu.edu music. Highway 89 takes you to any number of destinations, every one of them musical and memorable. We'd love to hear from you anytime about our program. Contact us at highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. It airs in Utah on Classical 89 every Tuesday at 8 p.m. and every Saturday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. It also airs weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. The show's recording engineer is Mark Waite, and the producer is Jackie Tatiishi. I'm Judith Olasson-Turney. Thanks for being with us this evening.